Here we have Iowa State's deadliest bouncer, certified beefcake, mechanical systems engineering specialist, amateur boxer, father to a puppy, aspiring Mr. Olympia, workout guru, Anton, how's it going? What's going on, brother? What's up? So what are you been up to these days with the pandemic and the lockdown? Are um, you living it up, laying low, working from home, or what's going on? I have been a certified hermit crab. Hermit I crab? sit at home. I, so you're kind of laying low. Oh, yeah. No, laying low, go to the gym, and come home and work, and that is it. Right, right. And why are you laying low? Are you worried about the pandemic, or you're just honestly yeah, not a lot to do? And uh, I hear a lot about it, especially from, like, you know, Sam and her friends, because they all miss her. And, you know, I, I've been laying low because of COVID, but it's mostly for my job. For your job yeah um, okay being in sales you know and going out and seeing customers all the time right uh, so you're not working from home you're actually still out in the field and you're visiting yeah. your clients and customers and yep everything okay yep so i'm i'm also not working from home and it's been super nice because there was like two weeks probably two months back that my roommate dick right got right. covid <laughs> so i had to quarantine for two weeks but i didn't have it so yeah and, that, and that's uh, that's honestly the concern for for me is I just, I haven't wanted to get COVID because of the impact with work. Right. Uh, Do you and, think you've had it? Oh uh, yeah. You, think, I, you thought you had it early on maybe? Yeah. Because okay. Sam and I went to uh, to New Orleans right when. For Mardi Gras? Of, yeah. No, no it was way. like right after Mardi Gras. Oh, dude. But, so you got to see like yeah. the aftermath. Yeah. No, we were down there and that's, that's when it started blowing up in New Orleans and really? we had no idea. And really? like I remember, I because you were down there on vacation, right? Like, in uh, yeah, and partying, it, yeah, and then not thinking about you. COVID. May, maybe you like walk by and you see something on the news about it, but you're kind of like, uh, bullshit. Well, like, yeah, it was it's, early it's, stages. The news always blows things out of pro- right, pro- right. Uh, proportion, dude. That's kind of funny because I had a group of friends who were down in Cabo, and they flew out right as like there were murmurs of COVID, and then they were down in Cabo when shit hit the fan, everything closed. Could you imagine going down? to Cabo on your senior year spring break with everything being totally normal and then coming home to what you came, what we came home to and what happened. Well, and I would be like, are you kidding me? I was gone for a week. And that's kind of what happened. So like for my job, I had to, I have to do this sales training program and we were supposed to travel across the country to, to San Antonio, York, Pennsylvania, uh, Oklahoma, Florida. And I was in San Antonio and yep. the San Antonio government like shut itself down and started shutting down everything. And I was down there for work. Okay. And so I was like, oh. And it was like the day that like, kind of like it started to like really blow up in America. Right, Um, right. And it was really bad down there with their outbreak. And I'm just sitting there like for work. I'm stranded. And I'm like, well, what am I, how am I going to get home? What am I going to do? Yeah, it's just sheer panic. Just like how everybody's kind of took right. it at first right right right. right so right. it's been a wild yeah wild experience so where that. do you work and, and what are you doing because it sounds like you travel all over the country is that a standard thing or is that just kind of when you're first starting out and then you build like your client base because i know you're in sales but that's about yep. all that i know yeah so 
I'm a systems and service specialist. Oh, so I actually Johnson was spot controls. on. With yeah, my no, intro. you were. You were that, spot I totally on. pulled yep. that out of my ass with these intros. I try to pump people up, which yeah. wasn't very hard for you. <laughs> but I just pulled out because I knew you were mechanical engineering, and I talked with Carl a little yeah. bit, and he said that you're it's like HV, AC, and mechanical systems. Yeah, so, so I uh, I covered the state of Minnesota, um, covering okay. service and systems for commercial customers, and right. I go in and basically assess. You're their, the go-to guy in Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're on um, a lot of job sites looking at what what do you sell? Is it like mainly like units or is it ductwork? Or? Uh, building automation control systems. Okay. Um, and then all the mechanical equipment as well, boilers, air handlers, right. tiller. I mean, yeah, a, a whole whole bunch of anything that relates to HVAC. I mean. So you're like an expert now. Are you getting there? Are you, feel, are you feeling comfortable now with where you're at with, like, knowing the terminology and all the jargon and everything? Yeah, and I think... Okay. How long know, did that take? Because, like, uh, I work in I work for a general contractor, right? And I still don't feel, like, comfortable all the time. And when people are, like, throwing slang around, you know, I'll get lost and I'll be like, I'm ta- like I have no idea what they're talking about. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing is I, I'm very comfortable with the big picture side of things. But if okay. somebody wants to get really technical... That's where I try and spin it back to, right. you know, setting up a different meeting where I'm like, hey, you know, you always right. got to know. It's all about guy. how you right. play it off. Right? Exactly. It's all about how you play it off. So if I don't know, I always play, you know, it, off. play it off as I do know. Like, oh, guy. I'll need to go to a supplier to get a specialized quote for whatever it is that you're talking right. about because I don't know. Right. Yeah. But you got to play it off like, right. like you do to a point. But um, now you're feeling comfortable where it's like. You know enough of the slang where you can go in almost every day. You know, like you can go to any building and, for the most part, pick up on the system and yeah, kind of how it works. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Um, so you got a puppy, right? Is that true? You got a puppy during quarantine? Yeah. No, I did. Take uh, take me through that story. It was, and... it was before quarantine. Um, oh, it was right before. Was it right before quarantine? Yeah, we uh. I got a... Did you want the dog or did Sam want the dog? I did. You did. I did. It was all you. Yeah. Okay. It stems back to a dog that I actually got when I was in college. Um, Oh, you had a dog in college? For a period of time, yes. Okay. Nothing that happened to the dog. It's not a sad story. Is it a sad story? Uh, It's a happy story, sad story, kind of. Like, I was actually with... You had a party and you didn't clean up after. And yeah, no. And then the, yeah, and then this dog was hanging out. No, I was uh, I was at a lake house actually, and during the day, this random yellow lab walked up and looked just real skinny, dude. And, okay. And he wouldn't leave my side all day. And oh, really? Yeah. And so, like, you know, I fed him some stuff, and he obviously hung out with me then. But he was like trying to eat like dead fish and shit. Like he was really just trying right. to get by. He was a stray, stray right. dog. And uh, so. We left that night, and I, like, was driving back to Iowa State, and I was like, fuck it, dude. Like, I want the dog. You went halfway home. So I was halfway home, no drove an way. hour, 45 minutes back, picked up the dog in the black dark. How'd was, you find it? He was sitting outside the door. Where, where you I were standing. Yes. Right where you were standing. Yep. So I went back, and I uh, I picked her up. That's like a Disney movie. Right. No. Brought her home. I called my roommate on the way home. I said, hey, we're going to have a dog. He's like, what? Uh Okay. Who's your roommate? Uh, Blake. Blake. Yeah, he's uh, another Blake. Yeah, another Blake. Um, Sweet. So he's already got good rapport with you, at least. But, yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, I yeah, won't no. forget his name. Yeah. Right. No. So, but I brought I brought home that dog and actually went through kind of a series of events trying to get her, you know, back up to speed, uh, you know, just nutrition wise. And we took her to the vet, 
trying to figure out, you know, the age, if it was maybe somebody else's dog, you know, anything I could find. Right. And I actually found out that the dog was chipped. So, like, it did have a previous owner. Oh, okay. So I called the guy, and I'm like, But you're like, he's got to be a a bad owner. Right. right? Something. I've got some suspicion. So I call the guy, and I'm... You're like a detective. you got to figure out what's going on. Exactly. I'm doing all the background shit. So I call him, and the guy goes, yeah, I actually got rid of that dog. Did you try to intimidate him? On the phone? Uh, try not to, because I'm I'm really just tr- in you know You're trying to figure out what. Had You're happened. like, can I keep this dog? Right, right. And I call him, and he goes, he like, huh? You tell him. You just up. tell him. You just tell him I'm keeping the dog. Well, I was going to, but like, I also wanted to like maybe the dog got out or something, you know, right. God forbid. And he had given up the dog seven years prior. Oh, because really? Because he was starting a family, and they couldn't keep the dog anymore. Wow. And so the. The guy referred me to a different guy, and the guy who adopted it. Yeah, who he's the bad guy in the story. Right? Yeah, and the story was that he actually was getting a divorce from his wife, and out of payback, he took the dog to the lake, dropped it off, and left it. No way. So that guy is a scumbag. So yeah, no. So he and told I, you this on the phone too. He told you the whole story. The guy who sold it to him, he found that out because he was oh, like, okay. "Let me figure out what's going on." Because he was pissed. And uh, so he's the, he's the guy who's gonna go be in the detective and like he was gonna help go find my the cause. guy and yes, with bring a baseball bat or something. And yeah, and and I named her BB. Okay. Because she was my bottom bitch. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, That's yeah, what that name Ride or die. From. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. No, super cliche, but I I rolled with it because I had a. 14-year-old mindset at the time. Did it right answer? Uh, Did it oh, answer yeah. to that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, and then when I found out I couldn't keep the dog because Ooh. my apartment complex didn't allow pets. The new Ooh. place I was going to and do didn't allow pets. And so I had... Therapy her, dog, right? Yeah. I so, think you can say that for anything. Now. So when I was going to, but even, you know, Dylan, who I was going to move in with, was like, hey, like, maybe we shouldn't keep it or whatever. And I was like, you know what, touche, you're probably right. Oh, so um, was Dylan. Yeah, kind of. Um, which is Thanks, fine. Dylan. Yeah, you fucking douchebag. No, I love you, Dill. But uh, so we, uh, so I, I tell my mom about it, and she knows what's going on, and she tells her friend. Her friend tells like this somehow. The, the story ended up getting out to some dog Facebook story deal, and they reached out to me. And, and you were, were on the news. You were on the news for dude. The, so the hold story. on, no. So I told her the story of everything that had happened, all the history, you know, everything I was doing for it, and how I got it back to good health and all that. Because I had this month for this dog for like six months. Yep. And oh wow, she wrote a little story about it, and dude, it blew up. There was like ten thousand shares. No way. There was like couple thousand so almost likes. as many as the podcast dude yeah no it was yeah, exactly it's a su- successful podcast you got going but uh yeah they ended up uh i had miss wisconsin contacting me no trying way. to get the dog no swear to god so you got to pick who you wanted to give it to so i got to literally go through did the you process no of, way you, you got to interview exactly just how hundreds many people how people. many i was talking you had hundreds, hundreds of people hundreds yep and I Who did you end up picking? So there, there was this lady out of, uh, out that, of Wisconsin. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be it, awesome and it to was, like, draft right. a family to give your dog yeah. to. And, and it was an older dog. She was 12. Um, so I knew, like, you know, I just wanted her to have a good end to her right. saga. And uh, Some older couple, maybe? Yeah, maybe older, older couple, couple who ended up having three older dogs as well. Big backyard, super wow. loving family. And wow. so, I, you know, I went and I met with her prior to. And, and, and I loved it. It was a good fit. Yep. And she ended up taking the dog. And I actually went to see uh, BB. Recently. Uh, 
Well, she passed away oh, since, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but, but she had a good end to her life. Great end life. I used to get photos all the time of like updates of her cuddling wow. with the other dogs. Like that's crazy. No. Nah, so ultimately, where I was going with the story is, so I did end up getting a pit bull, and um, I named him CB, kind of for BB. You know, as something right. to like kind of remember BB and her saga because it was CB. Ultimately, does that, that stand reason. for? Does it stand, or it's just like C's after B? Oh, it's uh, yeah, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland you know, Browns. I, yeah, oh, okay, so, okay. you know, I ch- he actually has a Cleveland Browns uh, jacket on right now. Jacket on yeah. right now. So, no, so I actually I, was yeah. wondering because you didn't have it on, and I was like, did he go grab that from Jack's room, or where did that no, thing come no, from? No, I uh, yeah. I okay, it, so I which dog do you love more then? Uh, oh, CB. I mean, CB? you got her. I mean, it's right. so I've in had a birding building. Yeah, they're both the dogs are in there. You can only save one. You're gonna save CB. Oh, I'm. 100%. I'm sacrificing myself. I'll get them both out. Oh, you know, okay. yeah. I, I, I good love answer. Both good answer. Them. Good answer. Yeah, what no. if I was in there with the dogs and you could always? Oh, you're it? screwed. I'm but screwed. I'll send help. All right. <laughs> no, 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 call nine one one. Yep. No, I'll get, I'll get you. You'll some tell help them the there. person over the phone the address. Yeah. Yeah. I'll right. be like, I remember you somewhere in that vicinity. I'll, you know, and then good luck. We'll see right. what happens. Okay. So, working out. Where you been working out? Um. Your apartment well, has a gym, right? Is that where you were? Yeah, but they shut that down now with the down? gyms recently as well. So I, I've honestly done some, you know, prison fucking workout prison stuff. Workouts? Yeah, I mean, I've got resistance bands, a 40-pound dumbbell, and uh, right. a pull-up bar, and I try and do what I can. You right. know what I mean? Right. It's which is hard. Is that, is that hard for you? Yeah. It's hard for me. Well, it we is. We have like a full, like a kind of a decent setup here. Dude, if, you, if I had your setup, I'd be good. But, you know, I've been trying to... Chirping me. Yeah, no, no. Like, no excuses, right? Yeah, and it's just... Well, it's it's frustrating because I finally... Like, I had this really good program that Reed Peters had put together for me. And it was starting to, you know, really... We'll put the link in the description. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll put his contact info. personalized plans. (laughs) But, no, he had a great plan for me. And it it just sucks because I was well into it. And then you got to... I got to basically restart. And then, you know, working out from home... I mean, you could probably attest to this. You can only maintain at this point. You right. know what I mean? It's just like, right, 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 right. can I just get through to when the place is open where right. I'm not going which back is today, in there? Which is actually today. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Today. Yep. And so, you know, I've basically been like, well, what can I do to not look like Fat Albert on the other end of the show? That first day that you show up. Yeah, right. Everyone's exactly. like, oh, yep, I remember that beefcake from right, yeah. before we closed. <laughs> Fuckers he's still back jacked. again. He's yep, still he's jacked. Still he was it. doing no. something yeah. in between the <laughs> now and then. No, I, yeah, and I'm, I've just tried to, you know, keep with it for a long time. Right. Just, I don't know. For me, the hardest part is, like, coming home after a full day of work and, like, work, just trying to work out at your house and also just knowing, you know, because, like, I, I didn't have a Reed Peters program, you know. Mine right. wasn't that hardcore. Dude, and honestly, yeah, I've just – I got really into it. Uh, when I was a sophomore in high school, and I never we're gonna, and we're going to get there. We're yeah. going to get there. We're yeah. going to get there. Um, so childhood. Where are you from, um, and what year are you born in, and kind of talk about your upbringing and where you, uh, where you grew up. Yeah, so, yeah, Woodbury, Minnesota. Um, nothing too crazy. Uh, and Great suburb, right? Yeah. For all no. the listeners, yep. pretty much all of my guests, except for I think three, have been from Woodbury. So I think okay. they kind of have a general idea, but it's like suburbia. It's a great place yeah, to raise your kids. Very suburban super area. Safe. You know, they're, yeah, super safe, very privileged, you know, area, uh, to be honest. You know right, what I mean? Right, um, right, right. In the grand scheme of things. Right. And Not so, to brag, right? Yeah. yeah but it, like you are from there, right? Well, yeah. You and you were one of the coolest people that's came out of that city, too. <laughs> well, so it's like, I think uh, not to be humble, but also like to kind of flex on everything. Uh, I mean, I think I've 
made good friends that have been the more popular people. I don't know if I'm the coolest person by any means, but I mean, I, I think I've was fortunate enough had to a make good friends influence. with the right people, right, right. I guess. And they you know? influenced you. Woodbury and yeah. your friend group all had positive yeah. influence on yep. you. No, and and it mean, helped you get to where you are now. Absolutely. No, and uh, yeah, I did kindergarten twice as a young right. kid. Right, that's right. I was yeah. going right there. Uh-huh. I was going to talk about elementary yeah. school. We might as well start with kindergarten, <laughs> so just take me through what happened there. So the goddamn blocks, you know, couldn't match. My, no, uh, out of seriousness, my uh, it came down to do I want to be the youngest kid in the grade or do I want to be one of the older kids in the grade? And, you know, it's not like I had a huge say at six who, years Who old. told you that, though? Uh, my dad. My, is there know. a chance he was just telling you that to be nice? Well, I think what it, honestly it is is he's such a freaking sports nut. I mean, I is grew he? up watching sports, right. living sports, is I think in the back of his mind, he's probably like, well, fuck, is he's young? He's going to be the smaller guy. Right. How can I make it? You know, I don't know if that right. was a true... No, it, it, it helps. It, but it, it really helps. could have it's been a whole an influence. Year. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, even to this day, I'm still, like, best friends with one of the guys I sat next to at my little table in kindergarten, uh, Which Mike time? Hamilton. Oh, um, so he was a year older, time. right? So your yeah. first time. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I still remember the table I sat with. But, yeah, Mike Hamilton was my best friend. Right. Even with the grade difference because, you know, he moves on. And I got to stay back and figure out these blocks. Right. I still was, like stayed super close with him right and even your previous guest megan hamilton i've known her since we were freaking little ass kids running around you know right exactly um but yeah no i grew up in woodbury went to school in woodbury never left woodbury and was freaking just born into this area this privileged area i think a lot of people from woodbury like have lived there their whole lives or they stayed there you know there's a lot of people that kind of moved in and just were there for a little period of time but right hobbies i know you're big into sports and we can kind of touch on that but do you have any other hobbies you know sometimes guests have yeah uh i mean i like i love sports i love sports i love keeping up with it i could talk about it all day um but i also just i like video games as well okay but i just like uh honestly just talking to people just i like out. interacting with just people out. yeah like as a hobby like honestly i just like to bullshit it's a people. lifestyle yeah right? it's really weird but like i just i feel like i'm a, i was born into being a good talker i don't right. know what you're that social came very from social, i've just been a social, social person so a lot of my hobbies that i do have i might even label them as hobbies just because that's, you just like to spend it's just time what i do people, yeah right? yeah i, right, I try right. to which is what's made this COVID shit really hard, being the hermit crab right. that I've tried to be, right. even though I really don't want to be. And when it's over, what do hermit crabs do? I fucking... They get new shells. Yeah, They exactly. leave the past in the yeah. past, and they go into a new shell. And exactly. I'm fucking coming out the shell, flying, and right. I cannot wait. Right, and you're going to grab a new shell that was twice as big as your old one. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so sports. Were you an athletic kid growing up? Because you're in really good shape now. Is it always like that? No. No, it wasn't. Oh, my God, no. Um, what do you, no way. There's no way. Uh, no. Was it I, bad? I still, I weigh the same now, if not lighter, than I did in eighth grade. Um, no, <laughs> no, yeah, way. it's crazy. Yeah, There's yeah. no way. No, no, I was a, a blue striper, born <laughs> born into it, never what got out of it. What does that mean? What is a blue striper? A blue striper was like, I think it was like 130 or 150 pound cutoff. When you're like, They were like, you cannot touch the ball in young, in like youth sports. Because you'll hurt other Because I'll fucking run somebody over and land on yeah, no, seriously though. So and I they played, limited the blue stripers, right? Yeah. It was like two per team. Yeah. So like I remember like JC Hassenauer and I, 
were always blue stripers, and we always were pretty good, you know, O linemen or D right. linemen or whatever. Right, right, right. So he's actually were, in the NFL. Now, he's right? on the the Steelers right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. He just played the last couple of weeks with Mike Pouncey being out because of COVID. Right. JC actually started the last two right, games. Right, right, right. Which, if you listen somehow, JC, I watch every snap. Fucking love you, dude. Um, but yeah, oh, for sure, listen. Yeah, no, but no, I used to be a, a really. He actually asked me for my guy. autograph last week. He yeah, was I, was home, yeah. And I was like, no, man, not right now. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I was always a really chubby, very um, overweight kid forever, and it is it, it. It's really why I like the fitness stuff now is because there was bad times when I was the fat kid and I, I've never wanted to go back. Right. And so, so you use that as motivation. Yeah. And it, and it sucks that that's why I'm into it, but it really, yeah. But I mean, is. everyone has their, has their, you know, thing like that. Right. Like right. I was super skinny growing up too, which is kind of the opposite, which a lot of people are probably like, that's not really that. But still is a thing though. It but really yeah, is. but, but, um, okay. So yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So when did you kind of start to, work out and kind of turn that around and yeah i mean lifestyle up a little bit well after getting bullied a lot of my childhood oh, i was gonna yeah i was gonna ask yeah it was so it, some people would rip on you for that yeah i used to get jumped coming off the school bus no way uh, like actually being, jumped yeah yep i could still name the guys i remember exactly what they look like um they would wait for you yeah they, they were all were they on your bus yep on my bus so they would all get off at the first stop even though some of them stop was later on, and they'd get off, and they would chase me to. They would go walk to your stop because yeah. they knew where you got off. Yeah, it was. They'd chase me. To, his name was Brad Childerson, and they would chase me to his house, and oh they'd all gosh. just jump me. Wail on you, like yeah, punching in the face. Yeah. Oh my god! Throw backpacks at me and shit, and I couldn't like go home and tell my mom about it because I'd be like, "Fuck if I tell," because like when they're when a bully fucks with you, they're like, "If you tell your fucking parents, then we're gonna beat dead. your ass harder then next time." Dead. Yeah. So like. That fear would set in, and it sucked. But like that's yeah, it was kind of what led me so you're, to like, working like, out stage shit. You get your go home, and you just start doing push ups, or you're just or what is yeah, I used to. Like? Uh, you, I you used, got their pictures up in your bedroom, just no, like, I, as a dartboard. And it's fucked up. But I used to try and run up and down the stairs in my house it's to my, try and lose weight right after, because I'd be just crying, just fucking right. got the shit kicked out of me, and. I would do everything I could to change the way I was, and I just couldn't. I right. was, I was as every mom put it, I was that fucking big bone kid, you know. Right. I mean, well, and I feel, I feel like when you're younger too, it's a lot harder to change, you know. Like I yeah. feel like once you get to an older age and your body's done like changing and developing, it's right. a little bit easier to right. change and, things. But. And, and that's exactly what happened, you know. I mean, I just got taller and just grew into who I was, right. and you know it. I loved everything that happens. Like if I went back, I honestly wouldn't change it right, right, right. because it, 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 you know, affects my day to day now and like how I care of myself, right. why I'm, you know, I try and keep myself in right. good shape, you know, and also why I like try and push myself because I right. just, the, the mental and physical state of where I was then oh, is somewhere hard. I'll never let myself hard. go back right. to. Right. Exactly. Right. 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 Do you, so have you, do these people go to our high school, or have you? When's the last time you talked to them? Because do you think you could take them now? You think you could whip their asses now? Yeah, I've seen all of them since. There's only one that I couldn't, and honestly, <laughs> he's become a phenomenal person. Has he? Yes, okay. he's a doctor. Um, I won't say oh, no really? names, but yeah, I like. I still okay. keep like, it's fucked up. I used to look up into every one of their lives because I was waiting for the day for avenge, and you know to avenge what they would right, do to me. Right. And I like there was. 
There was one time he, he worked oh, at the holiday by my go. place, and I was a senior in high school, or I was a junior in high school, and he was a senior. He was he was about to graduate, or maybe it was a sophomore. But anyways, I went there and I recognized them, and I go, "Hey, you remember me?" And he goes, "What?" And I'm like, "He didn't. He didn't remember. I, or, he, I, or do you think he did? And he was just playing it off? Like could have been because he was a, he was a pretty skinny guy at this point, okay. and." And I said, you used to fucking beat the shit out of me coming off the bus. And I just he want you to... shit his pants. Yeah, and I was like, you know, like, how often does your shift usually go? And he's like, oh, like 11. And I go, I'm going to be here at 11.01. And I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you <laughs> when you go to your car. I just want you to know that. And he went stone white. And and I didn't say anything. I grabbed my I grabbed my chew or whatever at the time, and I left. And I didn't pay. You didn't even pay for it. You're like, no, I, I, I wasn't that badass. I, I still paid for it like a little bit. This but, one's uh, on you. This yeah, one's right, on right. Yeah. No, but uh, um, and I and I never did go back. It just I I just wanted him to know, you know, like the things that he d- had done then. Right, still, like you still remember. It's it's, yeah, an that it still it really did impact me, and and maybe me just saying something like that that scaring him. Yeah. You know, almost like a scared, Did he look like he was like scared, scared for his life? He, he really was. And, you know, because at this point, I'm taller than him. He's way skinnier than me. Right. And you're going to, you've got vengeance, dude. Like, yeah, you're, you're going to bring it. You're going to bring it. Yeah. He's going to hit you and it's not going to hurt, you know? Right. And, and, and anybody who knows, and, and anybody knows me, like, I'm really not a violent guy. Like, I mean, right. the, everybody I feel like goes through the hothead points when you go into college, but I've really, I really think I've, I'm a really nice guy. At least right. I think I am. Right. You know, I, mean, I think you are too. Yeah, and I, I like I would never want to hurt anybody now, especially right. intentionally. I mean, right. there's things that uh, occur over time where it just warrants, you know, enough's right. enough. Right, um, right. And I, I have that later in here, but I feel like <laughs> so respect is really important to you, and it's like yeah. you're the nicest guy, and you're very trusting until someone crosses like that line. Well, right, and, and I, when they do, yeah. and I feel like your line is really reasonable because yeah. I have some, I know some people who are hotheads, and it's like one little thing will set them off and then they'll go over and cause more problems than they should have. And right. I'll be like, I don't think that was warranted. You know, it's like, they just spilled your drink. Right. You know, yeah, like, it, went over it, there and punch him in the face. It's like, it was an accident. And that's the thing. Like, that is somebody that I've tried to never be because right. I've always thought that those people are just, it's a, it's bad. It's a, it makes you a bad person. Well, and it's like looking, a power thing too. Cause I feel like when right. you're growing up, it's like those kids are so much bigger than you. And it's like, you can't always. Right. Well, and always, a lot of it, a lot of it stems from some, somebody's insecurity within their life right. that you know they'll, those, they'll act out exactly and that's what leads to those people having those fucking johnny bravo moments is right. because probably something happened to them in the past that now is a trigger no one the, yeah no one is like just a bad person exactly exactly it's from experience just right. like everything so. okay so any other interesting memories or i have on here most vivid memory from that age when you're growing up is it kind of what you talked about off the bus stop or is there anything else that you remember that was just like super vivid that had a big influence on your life um i mean there yeah there's a lot of shit that you know used to happen and and just purposely embarrassing me and shit like that because right. i was the fat kid right, and right, right. so people would try and like ask me to like ask chicks out because they thought it'd be funny for oh them to gosh. say no to me and like i really torture was, yeah and it sucks dude because you're like Cause I'm the fat guy. I'm trying to like just get a girlfriend, like in the younger grades. And get That's what get you the do. boys to like you too. You know, you don't right. want to be a party pooper. Exactly. And you also, yeah, you don't want to shut people out. You know, right. I'm just trying to be friends with people. Right. And like, right. I switched schools a lot when I was growing up. Right. Um, where you know, you I'd have to transition to like, fuck, I gotta make new friends. Right. And people right. would know me from from sports and stuff because right. I, I I was 
a good blue striper. I was a right. good lineman. You're a good athlete. So people knew who I was, but right. like it still was it's a difficult transition when you jump from school to school. Right. And people don't know who you are. Right. Okay. So I have this on here too, and this is just like one of the most vivid memories from my upbringing. I thought of this when I was doing the notes. This is when I was like in third grade or something, and or I don't know. When do you learn how to swim? What age do kids learn how to swim? I think I went to Woodbury Middle School, and I had to do swimming lessons there. And dude, I was, I I just remember like one specific swimming lesson where like we finally went into the deep end. I don't even know how old I you was. You thought you were good to go? Where I, yeah, where I'm like, swim. oh, I'm straight, but I'm also the big kid. And I'm like, in my back of my mind, I'm like, dude, am I gonna just sink out here? Like, how does this work? You know, because I didn't. You're learning how so to did you swim. have a lot of com- do you have confidence in yourself or no? Uh, yeah, a bit? swimming. I'm a doggy paddler for sure. Okay. I ain't no Michael Phelps. And I'll right. openly admit that right, I can right. float and I can swim to do the minimum. Right. But if you need me to go like island to island, nah, I'm or drowning. save someone, yeah, I'm fucked. Right. For sure. But so what? How old do you think you are though when you learn how to swim? Like third grade maybe, or is it before that? It's before that first grade. Dude, I feel like it was like. Yeah, young, first grade. like kindergarten. This is like right before I am, I'm still learning to swim, and I'm swimming in Jack's pool, or I guess standing in his pool because yeah, I can't swim right. at the time. And most pools have like a slant to the deep end. Right. right. Most residential It's a build-up to the it's moment. It's a build-up, right? right? So I'm standing right on the fringe, and like before I know it, I'm slipping. Dude, and that's so the I'm, worst. So I'm going down, and I, at this point, I can't swim, or I can't even tread water, so I can't yeah. get back up. That's where you're like, I'm drowning right now. Right, well, I'm like going down and jumping up and like freaking out. <laughs> Life's flashing before your eyes. Right, and <laughs> this is like at like a pool party, like yeah. a parent-kid pool party. So all the parents are there, everyone's around, and I'm like drowning. You're that Start, kid. I'm right. starting to drown. I'm that yeah. kid. Yeah. Jack's mom jumps in with all of her clothes on. It pulls me out of the pool. <laughs> she burnt out her pager. <laughs> no way. Oh my yeah. god, dude, you were that guy. You were that I was kid. that guy that day. I oh. was that guy that day. God, I, I <laughs> just like can you imagine? Dude, and some mom getting out of the pool. Dude, and Jack's mom on. is like the and most some, innocent too. Like, I know. Just picturing her jumping in is the purest thing, but like the. Like, the fact that she has to jump in is like, oh, my God, that kid really didn't know how to fucking swim right now. And you're and was, that kid. <laughs> and I was freaking out so, like, hard from, right. for, like, 10 seconds where yeah. she, like, if I would have been playing it cool, she would have been like, okay, I'll just run around and grab him out of Right. Him. But I was freaking out so much. She's like, I got to jump in and save him. <laughs> oh, um, that's, that's funny. Okay, so middle school. Jump into middle school. Where'd you go right. to middle school? I went to, I started at uh, Lake Middle School. Okay. And then I switched schools uh, from sixth grade to seventh grade. I went to Woodbury Middle School. Okay. And which sucked. If I can bold, underline, italicize that, whatever. Dude, because like at that age, you grew up with people you went to elementary school with. You oh, got so your where'd you go to elementary you? school? Uh, I went With to, Lake kids, though. I went to Royal Oaks. For both my kindergartens and first grade. Yeah. Second grade second grade I had to switch to uh, uh Liberty Oaks or Liberty Ridge. Liberty Ridge. Liberty Ridge. Um and it was a newer school. Right. And so I went there and a lot of kids from, you know, Royal Oaks ended up going there right. and they pulled a lot of kids from different schools. Was it there. a new school? It, yeah. It just opened? So yeah. you just okay. So, which was fine because it was like a level playing field for everybody. Like everybody was going to be new there. Right. So I made all these friends. You know, I played 
football for like this Eastridge select team. So like I played with all those all those kids that were gonna go to Eastridge. Oh really? Okay. And so I I had to switch because the border or the you know the the border for the school or whatever switched for the middle school, and now I had to switch schools after I had had my friend group. Right. And so I went to Woodbury Middle School and dude, coming from Lake. Which, you know, the late kids were like, oh, Woodbury's ghetto, you know, like the middle school. Is that actually what they would say? Yeah, seriously. And you're like, because, I mean, a lot of these kids, it's it's a wealthier wealthier families that went to, you know, right. uh, Lake and setting themselves up for Eastern. But it's like the same thing. But it's the same thing. In all reality, thing. it's like literally the same 100%. thing. 100%. But at that time, you're like, nah, it's like ghetto. And I'm like, so I went We there. had more diversity. Woodbury had more diversity. And that's what, sure. and that's what at that age, that's what made that's it what ghetto, saying. I feel like. And so I went there and the transition from, you know, the fear in the back of my mind being like, oh, am I at the ghetto school now? Even though I'm not. And then like. Someone walks up to you on the first day to say hi and you just sock him in the face. Self-defense. No, but. uh, Bring like a shank in your sock on the first day. So I had zero friends when I first switched. I knew of people like I knew of John McNiff. I knew of Landon Crosley. I knew of, you know, uh matt ambrose because they were good athletes right. i knew the kids from sports right so when i went there that's the only way people knew me then too was from football right and so i played on their on that football team that year and literally i made friends because of playing football there right you know i mean because you build that team camaraderie or whatever and right. shit and so when i switched to that school i uh, it sucked because i right. had to make new friends and shit but obviously it worked out and it panned right, out right but, right 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 um, that's where I went to middle school. That's right. kind of my middle okay. school. And story. that's kind of where we met too. Yeah. Which yeah. another thing I kind of want to touch on, so you have a younger sister named Maddie who was like part of my friend group and she's only a year younger than you. So what was it like having like another sibling that's that close in age to you where you're going to school together? Cause I had a twin brother and I thought that was <laughs> awesome, but I feel like it's a little different. It's a little <laughs> different. Like even having that one year gap is a little different. Yeah. Let me tell you, um, it sucked. It sucked. It, Parts of it sucked. It did suck. No, I think okay, but there was a lot of good because my sister would help me with you know the fashion shit. Because like right. for a long time, like in middle school, my mom used to like you know get the shit that was on sale and like so I'd be wearing. Because like, you probably didn't care at that age, right? right? She's I like, don't I'm give not going to spend a bunch of money on right. if he's not even going to care. Exactly. So like yeah, I used to wear the wackest shit to school, and Maddie helped with that transition of like. She dressed What the you. hell are you wearing? She to dressed like, you every morning? Yeah, well, no, okay. But we would, like, when I would do, like, a shot, like... But you'd walk down, and she'd be like, uh-uh, right. uh-uh, go she, change. Yeah, go she change. checked me real quick, so that was really nice. But the thing that sucked was, my. it's a sister. Right. It's a year younger. Right, right, right. Naturally, you know, people You're, think your sister is cute or want to date your sister at some point. Right. And I was, I'm, I was very, very protective. defensive You're of protective Maddie. Of I did, yeah, I... And it was out of love, but, like, I always, like, I always wanted the best for Maddie. and still do to this day. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm always protective because it is right. my little sister. Right, She's her right. own person, got her own friends and shit. But, like, at the end of the day, like, that's still my little sister. So, like, right. that, was, that was probably the hardest thing about having a sister that was a year younger was just how to handle those situations. Where if it's a brother, it's, like... It's a bro, you know, right. like it's it's just another an extended friend, right? That right, you know, right. obviously, it's is, different. And yeah. I haven't had any sisters, so I probably don't can't really understand what it's like. But I mean, I right. feel like even having like that one year age 
group two is big because it's like right. a lot of when we got older, a lot of older people hung out with younger people and kind of 100%. vice versa. So like you're Guilty all you're myself. part of the same yeah. friend group. Exactly. Versus I feel like if you have a couple more years, like it really there's that separation. There's more of that separation. Right. And when you hang out with the when the older people hang out with the younger people, they people build relationships, whether right. it's friendships or relationships. Right. And that just comes. It just happens. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was a transition for me was um, just over time, you know, letting Maddie make her own decisions versus me just hopping in, being too defensive too right. fast. Right, right, right. So right, that right. was, yeah, that that was that was something that was a transition for myself right. for a while. Right. So. Okay, so you touched on you start to like grow in yourself, grow into yourself a little bit, right? Did that right. happen in middle school? Um, right at the end of middle school, or when do you start? Because to me, you've always been like in really good shape and like huge. So when did that like? happen or when did you start to notice that and be like okay like but as far as you know finding you know myself and like finally hitting that point of oh i made it um i don't think happened till i was uh till i was actually in college oh really okay. yeah it took a, it takes a while because i'm i mean you're still growing even right. like when you're done with oh i remember when i was a senior in college and i saw a couple freshmen i was like they look like they're 12. Right. No, like, and I look at an old picture of my, you know, my freshman year from college, and I still had, like, the long baseball-style hair at that time. So, like, and yeah. You're like, I, who's that guy? It, right. It, I really would say that. Like, if I saw that kid now, I'd be like, damn, like, if he knew where he would, like, like. take a shower, get a haircut. Yeah, something, dude. Like, something had to change. But, no, I, I think, I don't know if I ever hit that at that point until I was in college where I was like, oh, I think I, like. Physically, could do some things, but mentally, it also happened in college because of some family things that had happened that right. really, um, that really sped that right. process up. I guess for myself. Right, right. So intimidation tactics, because <laughs> I have some friends who are like in really good shape and they're super strong, yeah. but they're not like intimidating. And I feel like there's you have like an edge to you where like you can like that story at the gas station, you know, <laughs> where like you can intimidate some people. So in middle school, like. I guess when when you you kind of started to grow in yourself then a little bit right yeah a little bit for sure so what kind of like intimidation tactics did you use or do you do you use currently I, to like kind of get under like if you need to let someone know like they're close to crossing the um, I think uh, I I haven't I don't know if it's like a tactic but I just like like all right uh, I like I think if somebody like you know, made me upset or like somebody that was crossing the line. I just do this one look. Like it's just a, a, look. a look. You get like this this look in my eye, I feel like, because my dad does it. Like when my dad was pissed at me if I screwed up he or something in it. sports, he'd give me this look where it's like, where oh, immediately shit. he just told I know me, I messed up. you stupid motherfucker, you fucked up with a look rather than having to say something. Right. And I think that like, I mean, a lot of things people do, you know, are from something that their parents did, you know, right. and that, that it's is something, yeah, it's just something that my dad did. It was just a look. Um, and I really don't try and be intimidating, you know, like I remember somebody told me in high school, um, his name was Colby and, and he told my sister that he's like, you know, your brother's so fucking intimidating. And I'm like, Why? Like, right. like honestly, because maybe like, you've seen the look. Yeah, and I and I feel like, but I feel like I like I didn't, I don't want to be intimidating. Like right. I really, because if you know me, I'm like I'm not. Right. I'm like I'm really right, friendly. Right, right. I try to be open, but like, 
I feel like shit like that just it just happens on accident. Right. Like I never right, right, wanted right. to be an intimidating asshole looking dude. Well, and I think that just kind of happens in general. Like people right. get labeled as something, and then oh, like they sure. feel like they have to be it. Absolutely, you know? I, it happened even in college. Still, like I, I would do right. group projects, and people were like, towards the end of the they'd semester, they'd be scared to ask you. No, they'd, they'd be, be like, scared to ask you to do anything. Well, and they'd be like, dude, you know, they'd be like, we'll do the PowerPoint and the paper. You just read it once. Well, before yeah, and so people would be like. Damn, dude, I really thought, like, you were going to be, like, this fucking douchebag and just a stupid, jo- you know, like, stupid-looking right. dude. And and, and, they, and they would apologize to me for something that they never addressed or said. Right. But, like, I know when you, I... Did when you I, know? You could tell, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When I when I walk in a room, I very... Like, how I carry myself is I'm, I'm very confident. Right. And when, when, when you carry yourself very confidently, it comes off as cocky. Sometimes. Just it does. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes, yeah. And... and I think a lot of the times because, you know, not trying to flaunt myself. I mean, like I'm 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 an in shape guy. Right. I'm I'm No, kind do of it, dude. Flaunt yourself. Guy, but the like, listeners want to know. They can't see this. We're not recording but, this, so they but, can't see what you look like. So describe it. Well, I mean, no, I got to describe What's your myself. bench? What's your bench? Just throw that out there. That'll set the tone. <sighs> The best I've ever. Oh God! I don't need to be that guy. It was come three, on, you got just. It was three hundred. Okay. Um, okay. Last summer, which was sweet, cool. You know, I mean, it, it's good. But I like so I would walk into these classrooms and stuff, and I get labeled as you know I look like a douchebag because I carry myself um, well. I'm I'm a bigger set guy. I look right. like a fucking pretty boy. I've right. got the fucking. You know what I look like? I've got that you know that pretty boy uh, mantra. That part. What is the what? Is, what is it? It's just the hard part. I've got the hard part. The and hard I used part? to have earrings and shit. Like, yeah, I used to fucking look like you're running the mill douchebag. Right. Like, and, and I had a mohawk with stripes in high school, which also warranted probably like I could look intimidating because I've got that look. You know what right. I mean? Like that's right, that stereotype right. look. Right, but, right, right. Um, yeah, as far as tactics, ah, don't break eye contact. And if you're fucking mad, the, the more... I, I heard somebody tell me they go, the loudest guy in the room packs the smallest punch. Right. And so you know the people that I always like thought were the most intimidating are the people that are the quieter ones. That are just sitting there. That you just sit just there. Waiting. You pick your shots. You're tactical. And so like that's something that I always tried to to do it to do as well. Right. You know, and I've never been a fighter guy um, or gone out for that stuff. Right. But again, you know, there's a it ties back to what I was talking about. Which that you. that kind of brings me to my next question. Yeah, any you know, fights you just in middle lead school? into it. I think any I know fights in middle school? Middle school, no. Okay. High school, no. No, none in high school. After high school, like close to high school, yeah, one. Um, it, it, well, I've been in a couple with bouncing and. Uh, right, and we'll get there too. But yeah. like, this is this is not at work yeah this is someone crosses the line or someone's talking shit and you mess them up are you asking about one particular no i'm not i'm not i honestly Um, am not i don't know yeah i fought i fought a guy um from eastridge and i and oh yeah 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 okay uh, yep yep yep, uh, that was one that i went out of my way to go after right just set the scene with this one set the scene Um, with this one so, I was going to ask you about that one in particular. Yeah. But. And so that happened um, when I was still in high school, but it right. carried over. And 
I had heard rumors that, you know, Brie, you know, that she ain't no fucking saint, you know. Right. And that she might have been fooling around with him. And so, you know, I fucking approached him about it. And I wasn't a good boyfriend at that time either. Right, so right. I ain't no fucking saint. And Brie's your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Right. Brie's my ex-girlfriend. Okay. Um, and I had heard those rumors, so I, I was trying to ask him about it. And right. I remember I finally... I finally got on the phone with him, and I still remember this. I was in John McNiff's dad's basement in Evergreen. And, and, and they're going to back you up, you know, like John yeah. and those guys, no, they're, with, they're yeah. loyal. They're I roll with some hitters, up. all right? Like, no, I know I know a lot of my friends, any given moment, if I really needed it, you know, I would do the same for my friends too, you know, the Mason, the Dylan, John, Landon, right. fucking right. Reed. I could go on a list, and right. like, but I know that they would do that for me too, Um like if someone chirps the podcast, I give you one phone call. You're over yeah. there. Yeah, their Free, yeah. You, Jack. I mean, Jack Colbeck, your roommate, can attest. You know, there are times where I've been there for him uh, for different situations where I was ready to roll too. But anyways, so I called him and I finally get on the phone with him and I'm like, "Hey, dude, you know, I just want to know like what's going on." And he, and you he, give him the benefit of the doubt, right? You give him a yeah. chance. And to, I like, honestly wasn't himself. trying to be confrontational, right? And he took a different approach. What'd he say? And he oh. was like, God, I can't even remember word for word, but he was like, hey, fuck you, dude. I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't know who the fuck you think you... And I'm like, dude, what are you talking... Like, just I'm right just, off the bat, he yeah. starts... And he yeah, came yeah. out swinging, and he goes... And I, the one line where I'll never forget, he goes... And I told... So that's where I was like... Listen, I know you're all talk right now, but I just want you to know I'm coming. That no matter what, whether I'm with Bree or not, the next time I see you, it's on. And I go, I don't care if I'm with her or not. Oh, like shit. this is like the, you you cross the line. Right. And you know, where it didn't matter with the Bree thing. It mattered more that you were disrespecting me and my yeah. character. Yep. Over the phone, you know, thinking Which, that's why he was saying that. You know, he's saying that to right. try to to, yeah. Cause problems. So, and I'll never forget. So, I had meeting up with John and Julio, and me and John linked up. It'd been a while. It was like Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Fucking, we meet up. But this is after your freshman year. Yeah. Much, right. And so then I, and this happened with him, uh, like end of senior yearish in high yep. school. So it was still kind of fresh, but it still was right. fresh enough for me to be like, no, nah, I told you. Right. And so he, uh, so we meet up with Julio, walked into this party. Right, and this isn't, this is the same day that he called you, right? This is well after. This that. is well after, well but after I, I told him, I said, I don't care how long it is. If I see you in person, it's on. I don't care where we're at, what time, don't matter. Right. It's fucking happening. Right. And people knew, like all my friends knew that that right. was the case. Right. Um, and I told him, I said, if you ever see him, don't do anything. Tell me and I'll come. Oh, so you got um, scouts? Yeah, you and got so, scouts. Yeah, because it was it was my deal. I never want anybody to do anything for me. Right. Um, and so, we go to Sidney Schumann's house for this party, and he, uh, and I, and we walk in. Benny B walks up because it's like a party downstairs in this basement, yep. and he's like, "Yo, bro, like, what up?" He's like saying hi, and he goes, "Yo, just, just so up. you know, Max Cooper's downstairs." Just a heads up. And I and I turn and I go, "Oh," and I go. John Julio, you know, like I don't want to ruin this party. You know, it's if we go downstairs, I'm going to fight him. But if if you guys want to leave, you know, if you guys don't want to do this, we can go. I have no problem. Right. And they're like, nah, like let's do it. Let's do it. So, Benny had a bottle. I took a pull because I was like, well, I'd rather get a little liquor in me. And so, I walked downstairs, dude, and I swear to God, pin drop silence. Um, 
because you know people, everyone got caught. Everybody up. knew what was going on, and I see him and I walk downstairs and he's by this little bar to the left, and I see him and I go, "You remember me, motherfucker?" And I walked up to him and what's he what's he doing? Is he, does he shock, shock, dude? Really? Like, mouth kind of open, like fuck, and. Yeah, I swing and he goes down into fetal and I like didn't do I went black and I remember I still was going and then this chick screamed in my ear stop and I kind of came to I was like fuck all right and like he got it let's go because it just was this buildup of like right it was it, it was quick go. it was quick yeah it was quick um, and then we left because I was just like well I ain't gonna fucking stay at a yeah, party that right. clearly I don't want to ruin it I mean I already ruined it right right but maybe it can make a you recovery in the, the second half or you something go, you go sit on the couch right. crack a beer yeah no and I was excited to be there too like Jake Nikoloff was there an old right. friend of mine you know right. from middle school I, was, I literally like did that said what up to him quick as I was leaving like hey dude I think I'm gonna bounce like good to see you though I really you know um but yeah, and, and Leach too. I want to say what up to him. Um, and no, and and the best part was is that you know and nobody hears about it, is I ended up seeing Max Cooper when I was on a date with a different ex girlfriend, not even Bree. Right. Uh, like a year and a half later, really? and he was working at Applebee's in the in the cities at the time. Yeah. And I went and we walked in and I like turned to my girlfriend, the, the current girlfriend's time, who has no idea that right, I've ever right, done right. this. <laughs> And I go, yo, um, I don't know how to say this, but I fought that kid right there. You know, because we And made, it might be round two or like we something made, might happen. Because we made eye contact. Right. And you know what? And he came up to me later and uh, during that night and he said, yo, like, I just want to say, like, you know, what happened happened, you know, and it, and it has changed me for the better. Um, and I appreciate it. And honestly, it was the best case possible because I don't feel good about right. doing that shit. Right. I don't want to fucking cause harm to anybody ever. Right. Like, right. It, it sucks. Um, and, you know, I still try and keep up with what he does nowadays right. just because I genuinely want the best for everybody. Right, right, right. Um, and I know he's being successful. I know he's happy. I know he's got a girlfriend now or whatever. But, like, no, it it sucked to have to go through with something like that. But there also is a point where I will not, right. you know, let something like that slip. Like right, if I right, if I right, say right. I'm gonna do something, I gotta do it. So that's okay. kind of the story with that. Okay. So we jumped ahead a little bit, but sorry going, about no, that. No, no, you're good. That I wanted to hear that story, yeah. so I had that on my list, anyways. Um, but so we jumped to high school after middle school. So are you feeling pretty confident with the friends you've made, and you've got a good friend group going to high school where it's not going to be like a crazy big new school transition like you're used to? Yeah, and honestly, that's uh, that's how it stayed too. Like everybody I like developed friends with sports wise, you know, I still like I'm really good friends with from middle school. Right. Like nothing, nothing changed there. And in fact, right. it's only been exciting because right, right, right. you get to see people grow up and change things about them. Right. But grow into like you know what they're doing now today right, to better right, themselves, right, right, and it's right. fucking awesome. Right. It's exciting. So you get to high school playing football. I'm yeah. assuming that's taking a bunch of your time so did your kind of drive and love for the game intensify when you made it to high school or did you start caring uh, a little bit more you know i when you get on the high school team there's just more kids too you know and i feel like it's more of a culture and more of like a team and brotherhood so did that kind of just yeah and I, I loved it like just the uh you know my i grew up with the bond with my dad being uh a lot on sports right you know i uh I, it's 
that's just something that where we found this common ground where I just we used to watch sports every day. Like I wanted to do football, yes, because I loved it, but also because it made my dad proud. Right. You know, when I made a big play, my dad would always stand in the corner at these like would stand at the corner during uh, during the games. He never sat in the bleachers, right. so I always would look at him like, "Hey, that was for fucking you, dude. Like, right. What's up?" Right. Right. Um. And it was, uh, and it was super, fucking. Uh, it was just super fucking dope to kind of get that that buy-in from him. But, right, uh, right, right. Yeah, that's that's kind of um, where I got the drive for sports and shit like that. And uh, right, you know, still kind of have to this day. But I, I I also wish I never played football and would have just focused on baseball because I was I was just better. That was at a sport you're better at. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it, um. Your junior year, though, you sat out from playing baseball, right? So take t- tell me that story and talk me through what happened there. So that uh, that is a good story. Um, my junior year of baseball, I was going to play catcher. I was supposed to be on the varsity team. But I was doing, like, an in-house league. We were on the same team, actually. Yeah. I, was, so, I had that on your team. So my junior year, uh, they had an in-house league like all-star game between Woodbury and Eastridge kids, like okay. the leagues that they had formed. And I got the invite and I went and I played and I went up to block a shot and I came down on, uh, I think it was Anton Walker's foot and I completely popped my ankle. Ooh. Like I was in crutches for months. Right. Um, and so baseball, I couldn't fucking do everything I wanted to do. I, right. I essentially was like being a bullpen catcher. Right. You know, helping out, but that was it. Like, I didn't right. enjoy it, and I'm, I'd rather work out. So, um, so I'll never forget, I was getting frustrated doing bullpen, and the pitching coach, because I, like, said something back to him about not even anything crazy, and he goes, shut up, yo, because you're just going to be a bullpen bitch all year. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, you think so, don't I? And uh, right. his name was Coach Johnson. And uh, – the moment he did that, I walked upstairs, my limp and all with my fucking crutches, and I went in the weight room, and I just started working out. Oh, shit. And I remember Nate Walgren, who was a pitcher only at the time, so he was, like, running the track or whatever whatever pitchers fucking do. That's useless. And uh, and he was like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, no, fuck that. I ain't no bullpen, bitch. Ain't nobody going to call me that. And I quit. And I remember that day fucking McDermott, I don't know if it stemmed from me doing that, but he fucking lost his shit on some kids. Uh, yeah, Like, he okay. called Stefan, like, a fucking pussy I or thought that's shit. why, but it was actually this other coach. Yeah, okay. it was because of a different coach. Okay. McDermott and I, I, I loved McDermott. Right. Um, and he even, came back. Right? Yeah, because I, I had to talk to him, and, you know, he was like, you're going to have to earn your stripes, yada, yada, yada. We went down to Florida, fucking had a blast with my roommates down there, too. But, like, that whole, you know, process was to try and get, you know, Con McDermott's respect back and the right, other coaching right, staff. Because, right, right. yeah, essentially I was like, nah, fuck you, I'm out. Right, right. You know, um, which if you're a coach, that's not a good taste in your mouth no. from this fucking, you know, 16, 17-year-old kid right. being like, nah, I'm out, bitch. Like, right. that's not a good, right, that's right, not a good right, thing to right. do. Okay, so next question. Yeah. Eating taint or getting your taint ate? What do you Ooh. prefer? And do you know what I'm referencing? I've only done one. I've eaten taint. I, I, okay, not taint. I eat ass, uh, and again, it was for football in high school. <laughs> so fucking, I like this story too. But uh, Jeff Casilius, my DN coach, 
uh, used to fucking walk around at practice and he'd be like, yeah, like you got to eat ass. And I was like, dude, you are a sick fuck. Like, what are you doing? But like, then you tried it and you're like. So he's like, so like for months he was like, dude, you got to just fucking try it. You got like, cause I would not let it go. Like him and I, like I, he had, we had like a brother relationship. He was right. my coach, but right. like we, we had, we had a different kind of relationship on the team. And so like, I would fucking give him shit all the time for it. And he goes, don't fucking judge me till you try it. And I was like, all right, you fuck. Um, so it was a fucking New Year's party. And yeah, I, I, I did it to, to, to breed my girlfriend at that time. And my sack dance was uh, uh, was the fucking like the spoon and like the like yep. Zeke when he scores yep, the yep, touchdown yep, yep, doing yep. that. Now, I used to do that for the eating ass for, you know, one, you can't do the sack dance and not ever do it. So right, right. I, I repped the Casilius and I squad of the eating ass. And that's so I don't know. I, I, I'm did never, you like it? Dude, I was hammered. I was hammered. Right. I feel like you got to be in this um, Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody's going into it like, God, I think I want to eat some ass right now. No, fuck no. I was blacked out. Um, but I remember I came down in the party because it was a primarily football player party yep. at Mercedes' house. I remember I came down and I fucking like yelled it like I was like a fucking like announcing it. And I remember a lot of the football guys were like, Oh my god. Laughing like you're fucking sick fuck, but also like also all, right, giving you all right, it's actually pretty funny, you know. Um so yeah, I think that's ultimately I guess my my answer is inconclusive because I haven't found a victim that wants to fucking eat my ass eat my, yours. Yeah, no, that's a I don't know if I want anybody to do you that. You don't want no if you want anyone to do that? Yeah. We'll see. Oh, okay, so is that your best memory in high school or what was your best memory? What was that? Your best memory from high school. Best memory of high school? Dude, there's a lot. That's such a loaded question. Um, dude, I think... Okay, honestly, I think it was my last sporting event ever. Uh, and it was a baseball tournament, like, to go to state or whatever. And, dude, I just I just had a fucking great tournament. Like, I played, played really well. I played really well, and... Uh, and, you know, I did everything I could, and I remember we beat Creighton, and there was history to that because we played Creighton, like, one of the last games of the year, and if we would have won, we would have won the conference, and we ended up losing. Right. But I accidentally, like, stepped on this kid's hand when he slid into first. And truly, because I was a first baseman, I really oh, and then he had truly accidentally did it, and I said, hey, dude, like, I'm sorry. And he was, like, this fucking nice guy. He's like, yeah, that's cool. But he must have went to his bench and said otherwise. And so it got really fucking chippy. Like, I remember this kid, he got on first, and he just started talking some mad shit. What was he saying? He's like, hey, you motherfucker, I heard you stepped on my buddy's teammate. Do that shit again, and we're going to fucking settle this after the game. I was like, what? Was like, he it was like, good? No. 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 Um, He's like, me and my team are going to settle it with you after. Yeah, and, and, and dude, they had myself. this fucking really good pitcher gunsling, and I remember... My next at bat, I got beamed. No way. Yeah. And it was on purpose, for sure. Oh, really? And then... Uh, and you didn't charge the mound? No, I... No, no. Did you give him that look, though? The intimidating yeah, look? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also was like, all right, you did it once. Then whatever. he said his arm was hurting, right? And he came No, and then he did it again. Um, you would get two times? Yeah. And oh, then, my gosh. But that kid who was on first, we started talking shit back and forth a lot of the game. And their coach sent him over... To our bench to apologize to me. Oh, that's so embarrassing. And he goes, "Hey, man, like, I'm sorry." 
And I go, shut the fuck, like, get the fuck out of here. No, 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 no. And I remember McDermott was like, what was that for? And I was like, dude, he's fucking over here to apologize because his fucking coach made him. Like, I'm not fucking going to just be like, oh, good thing, buddy. Thank you. Right, no, right. like, fuck that. Um, and McDermott's for the boys. So McDermott's right. gonna not going to, he's going to be like, no, get that kid right. out of here. So when we played them in playoffs later on, um, we won on a walk-off. And I remember I hit. Who hit the walk-off? Nick, Nick McLaughlin. Really? Yeah. And, like, it was a two-out inning, and I, I don't remember who scored the winning run, but I remember, like, I think I tied it, and then somebody hit the guy that I advanced to second on, and he won the game. And I remember I picked up the game ball, and I gave it to my dad. And uh, God, it still gives me goosebumps, but, like, I gave the ball to my dad, and, you know, he teared up a little bit, and... And and, and, and and it takes a lot for him to kind of have that moment. Right. I mean, like, there's movies and shit, like Marley and Me. Fuck, dude. Movies kill me. That movie killed me. But, like, for example, like, that shit will get him going. But, like, real life material, it really takes a lot. And, right. like, to see him kind of lose it um, during that moment, you know, when we won in such dramatic fashion. And the guy who was pitching, like, I hit a triple off the wall dead center on him like it was just full of vengeance right and the last out of the game was the guy who was talking shit really and i remember did you say anything to him in the line absolutely yeah absolutely (laughs) i go hey way to lose the game fucker (laughs) (laughs) which is fucked up because i knew he was a senior it was his last game ever say anything back but i was doing that little salt man moment on the wound for him you can't say anything back to that yeah and it was yeah i was like hey Way to blow it, fuckface, and, like, just walked away. And what is he going to say back? See you next time? Nothing. No, you're done. That right. was it. Forever. Um, Unless he played in college, because then he could have been like, he wasn't I'll, I'll, I'll see you in college. Oh, yeah, wait. No, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that was probably my, my favorite moment. Okay. So then you graduate from high school. Where are you looking to uh, go to college or taking through that decision process? Oof. Um, I was going back and forth between schools for football. Okay. Uh, and because when you're a fucking high school kid and these colleges are coming in to talk to you, I felt like the shit, dude. You right. know what I mean? Right, like, right, go right. through that recruitment process. I went through the same process for podcasts, actually. Oh, yeah, I bet. Exactly. Not you know, for sports, but for podcasts. <laughs> they were trying to recruit But me. you know the thrill, right? Yeah, right. no. So I... Uh, I'll never forget St. John's. I was like, came. take me to the strip club. Yeah, maybe. something. Yeah. Then, then we're really talking, but... No, I remember the St. John's coach came in and he talked into a couple of us. I mean, like John was there, who ended up going to play there, um, and I think Landon and maybe Reed. But I remember we talked, and I went back to the class, Miss Warner's math class. And well, I they said, called you down. Yeah, out of class, Ooh. which feels fucking sweet yeah. too, because you come back. With Where like, were you? Oh, I had to go talk to some right, college recruit, football yeah. recruiters. So you, yeah, it just felt cool, you know. I actually like, said the same thing, but I was just using the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Like Blake Maria, I was talking to some college football recruiters. Like you just don't play drop, football, though. Yeah, I know what they want me to start. They want me to start. But so I, uh, so I came back and Dylan was like, "So what? What are you gonna do after you're done playing football in college?" And I was like, "I've never been asked." And I was like, "I don't, I don't know." And he's like, right. "Why don't you like actually go to school for school and get a job where football you're only gonna either get hurt." Or you're not going to the league. Like, what's right, the point? Right. And it hit home where I was like, fuck, good point. Um, and I was really good at math and science. Right. Because I did math with, with Dylan. I used to, 
We said we had one test in particular where I did the whole thing, not writing down any like the equations or notes or anything, and and we got like a ninety eight percent. You just did it in your head. Yeah, it was just I've just been good at math, right. and so Dylan was like, "Why, uh, why don't you drop football and really like do engineering? You could right. be good at it, and it gets paid well. Right. And anytime you get told you're gonna make some good money, I'm like, okay, make right. money doing this math and science shit. Yeah, I'll right. do it. Right, right, right. Um, so that's what I ended up kind of doing was just dropping the sports vision. Right. And. Uh, and going after just getting the right education. Right. So you knew you what you wanted to major in from the get-go, pretty much, it sounds like. Yeah. I mean... It, and you never really changed or thought about changing it all? No. I, I mean, I changed the idea of what I was going to do with it. Like, I, I originally, I really wanted to design prosthetics. Okay. Um, I wanted to design prosthetics for, like, wounded vets and shit like that, because right. I really liked the, the automation tool shit. Right. And then I did an internship with it, where I literally was, like, yeah, six, like 40 hours a week, Headphones in, sitting at my desk. Right. And I'm a, I'm a talker. I like to talk. Did you like the design part of it? I loved it. Okay. I loved it. But, like, for for doing it every day, forever? Yeah. No. I looked at it as a hobby right. rather than, like, a profession that I wanted right. to really do, right. you know. Um, and I feel like you got to do something that you really love. Right. And I only liked it. Right. Um, so that's why I okay. really got into sales, I guess. Right. So... Nick to Anton, can I ask when you made that change mm -hmm. and what prompted that? Yeah, so, I mean, growing up. Because I always knew you as Nick growing up. Right. No, I mean, and so I got another, I'll add on to that too. So, like, when I, uh, growing up, I used to be called Yokes or Yokum, you right. know, sports shit. You always got called by your last name, by right. your coaches, teammates, or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, in nicknames I developed over time as well um but <laughs> uh you know i i never really went by nick with like all my friends because it was always yokes or yokum right but i'd go home and my mom would call me anton like my mom has called me anton since i was little but and so then i went to school and I, I had been so used to being called Yokes or like, you know, right. chicks from high school would be like, you know, oh, it's Nick Yokum. It was right. always Nick Yokum, not right. Nick. Right. But it's again, because there's so many fucking Nicks. Right. So I went to my first engineering class. There was 24 kids. Yeah. There were seven Nicks. Oh, really? Seven Nicks. So you, do, you at that point, you're just like, That exact moment, I went up to my teacher and I said, hey, call me Anton. Um. And I'd gone Haven't from Haven't gone it back since. since? Yeah. Okay. And it also, it just sticks out easier to remember than being another Nick. Right. Um, which in sales, it's, I mean, it's not why I right. did it, but right, right, it's right, a right, perk, right. I guess. Right. No, that makes sense. I was just kind of curious. Right. To be honest. Um, are you scared of mice? No, but I know the story you're talking about. I used to cut, yeah, there was a fucking. There was a mouse in our dorm There was a goddamn room, right? mouse in our dorm, dude. Um. And Dylan Wall was my scared you, right? Dylan Wall was my roommate at the time. It didn't just scare me. That piece of shit probably told you it was just me who was scared. Dude, we could hear it running on our desk, like, and but you couldn't oh, see it. Oh, it was it. wild. And our desks are right it under was our beds. Yes, and most of the time it sounded like it was under my desk, or like in my desk, like running on the shelves and shit. So I, I one night I slept with Dylan in the in our bed. Or in his bed. Would it ever run in, up in your beds? 
Dude, and that was my fear. So I was just like, I don't want to fucking have that moment. I feel like I could always sleep if I knew like it can't climb exactly. Up to my bed. Exactly. But But if I it didn't does, you're like, I'm just gonna push it Dylan onto it. Right. Or I'm gonna let it attack yeah, Dylan. So I ended up uh I slept with Dylan for one night and we set up a bunch of mouse traps and shit and we ended up we ended up getting it. It was a brutal getting and a capture. In but one day you guys got it? Yeah, it was pretty quick, oh, dude. Oh, okay. Because we had, like, these sticky traps with peanut butter. And... Oh, dude, those things, those sticky ones are so good. Yeah, but what sucks is they it's just It's stick. alive, right? It's it doesn't alive. kill them. Yeah. So then if you, you guys... have Dylan on here, you ask him for that cutoff of the story of what happened because he was the one who was the pussy that couldn't do it. So you killed it. So I had to fucking kill it. <laughs> he was the pussy who couldn't and the, do and it. And the weapon of choice was not, uh, not a good one. What was it? Dude, it was around Halloween. I think... Uh, you got to use what you got to use when you're. Dylan was a lumberjack, so he had a plastic axe. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, you're in college though, where it's yeah. like you, if you use your scissors, you have to throw your scissors away. You know, right. like you're limited on your stuff that you can use. Right. Yeah. I'm a poor college kid at this point. Right. Exactly. What are you gonna go out and buy like a yeah. mice? I don't think we like really thought about it like that though. We no. were just like, all right, let's no just one clap. Ever does. Yeah. Let's just whack them right now. You know, okay. we got it. Um. So other question. Now do you know that you can't put dish soap in the dishwasher? Yeah, you know, I don't even know if that, like, if I did that. I know Dylan said that I did. There was a lot of times. Did you foam up the whole kitchen? Fucked up. No, but, oh, dude, I think I did. No, I fucking totally did. (laughs) No, I did. I'm guilty as fuck. I did it, uh... Dude, I was a fucking kid from Woodbury. My mom did everything for me. All right, so your first time. It was like I'm fucking trying to figure out this dishwasher shit. I'm like, dog, dude, dish soap, fucking yeah, you can put it in here. No, you can't. If you didn't know, let me be the first to tell you, you can't do that. (laughs) It foams up. It foams up extremely, like a lot. (laughs) Like, and it was like cycles. We had to like run it through because we would like run it for a while, try and get some of the suds out and then restart. Dude, it was a fucking bitch and a half. Yeah, dude. Uh there's a lot of a lot of learning lessons of being, you know, on my own like that. Right. Very dumb, 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 dumb. Okay. Shit. So then you start working at AJ's, which is like the big bar down there, and you start working there as yeah. a bouncer. Yep. Talk about some crazy bouncing stories. And I know you said you haven't been in any fights. You'd only been in one fight outside of there. So have you been in any at AJ's? Yeah. Where you're throwing haymakers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not often. It, it people, are people well behaved for the most part there? Honestly, and that's the thing. Yes. Um, locals. Yes. It's the people that would come from out of town. To visit. Yes, people, and more often than not, it was it, it was issues I'd run into with people that were from Chicago. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, honestly, it, that job in particular was probably the best thing for the job I do now. Right. I still even inter- in interviews, I say that was one of the more influential jobs, just because there's so many, there's highs and lows, there's so many different personalities, right. and you have to alleviate so many situations where they're just pissed off sad mad you know happy or whatever right. and control that um but yeah i mean the the, the wildest let's hear the wildest <sighs> there was one guy who came in and well who made it with a tranny oh i will use no names on that <laughs> i can't use names on that story 
And uh, but tell the crazy one first. All right, the, yeah, the crazy one was this guy came in and he was fucking. We did this thing called FAC, which was Friday after class, where yep. it's like 50, 50 cent drinks or some shit like that, maybe dollar or whatever, and kids just come and drink. And this guy had been there at FAC, and my shift started at uh, at nine. So I came in and it was fucking early. Like right. AJ's early is like nine to like ten thirty. Prime AJ's where everybody kind of goes for like because it's a club essentially. Right. Um, is from like you know ten forty five to two to bar close. Um, but this kid, yeah, he came in at like nine, like right when I I had just gotten there. He came in hammered. And he had been kicked out earlier. So I got a thing over the, the little radio being like, hey, don't let that guy in. I was like, all right. And so I tell him, yo. You got to go. You got to go. And my buddy Ray is with me. And out of nowhere, dude, he swung. Out of left field. Nobody was ready connect? for it. And he hits Ray. And Oh, is Ray a bouncer too? Yeah, because okay. he, we had two guys on door. And, and Ray gets hit. And I come in and I hit him. And, dude, he, and he dropped... And he drops straight back on the back of his head. And the thing that made it wild was, dude, I, like, I literally thought I killed him. Because he was just down. Bro, he was laying there, eyes open, nothing moving. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, what? And all of a sudden, I'm like. Hey. That happens. And I'm trying like. that Minnesota, a bouncer yeah. killed someone. So, and the thing is, so I'd be like, yo, dude, like, come on, get up. Like, trying to help him out. The, like, help him at this point. Yeah. And then he woke up and he went right back to where he was. Where he started he, swinging again. He started swinging again. And so then we we I, then Ray hits him. He's out again. And we're, I'm like, Jesus, dude, this is fucked. Gets up, out, dude. At this point, we finally get him outside. So three dude. three times you knocked him yeah. out. And so I've got him held down outside. Uh, I've got his arm behind his back. You know, I've got him pinned. Um, and all of a sudden. The thing that sucks is people got phones. People record. Oh, no. And, dude, I'm talking like a massive circle of people just flashlights on me, you know, recording like, oh, and shit. shit. In I'm this like, day and age. Yeah, which sucks. And, like, I've done nothing wrong. Like, I've, I've done what I can. Right. You know, I'm defending myself but also trying to help this kid. You know, I'm trying to tell him, like. Right. It's like you, you should set him loose on the people with the cameras. Yeah. And, dude, he just See looked. See how fun how much fun they had yeah and dude and he just looked demonic like he was saying some really weird shit like and eventually yeah this cop walks up um puts him in cuffs goes hey good work boys and leaves and the trippiest thing to me was like this kid did no damage to me but like i essentially like i knocked this kid out yeah i made a fool of him he's all over snapchat and i just nothing happened to me he went to jail and i go back to work like right. nothing happened and i right. get high fives it's right. like it's kind of fucked up but it was right. it was a moment well, you're just doing your job yeah i mean but there also were like a lot of like a lot of really like good times that came in like i met so many fucking people and and right. just dude it honestly was yeah one of the more fun jobs i've ever had yeah right. there's there's shit that happens like there was a lot of like people would you know throw death threats and shit because um, you wouldn't let him in from kids like, i'm gonna kill you well no like yeah and there was a lot of times <laughs> you want to go in that bad yeah well no it was kids getting kicked out for like reasons that i don't know so tell the uh tranny story here and we won't name names for this <sighs> one, yeah uh dude this yeah this has to be the funniest moment of 
be bouncing, dude. <laughs> so we've got like this AJ's group chat, and so like, uh, or Snapchat group, and there was this every weekend. There was these uh, these these males that would every weekend, dude. Every weekend they would come out, um, and you know they were gay. You know, right? I mean, yeah. good for them, whatever. And every now and then they would throw wigs on, dude, and they like did their makeup to where it's like. There are going to be some victims in this club tonight. No way. They oh, looked. No, it was like, it's like, oh shit. You know? Really? There was one who was like 6'2", fucking, where it's like, oh, that, there's a penis under that skirt, you know? <laughs> but like, this one in particular, yeah, I mean, looked like a fucking chick. Um, and, dude, I remember somebody was like, dude, somebody's making out with one of the <laughs> trannies. And I'm like, hold on, what? And, like, there's a video of it. Oh, no. And, like, I'm looking at this video, and I won't say names, but I fucking know the guy. You recognize him. And he's one of my friends, and I'm like... Oh, no. Oh, no, dude. Because he must just be hammered and not know, probably, right? Yeah, but later on, like, because one of his friends, who I knew his friend, uh, tells him, like, hey, dude, that's a guy. And they're, like, full-on, like, she's, like, or he is mounted on him, like, sitting oh on this gosh. table. Like, nah, it was a fucked-up He was, wait, No, it was, like, on a it table. was, yeah, like, it was, like, a thing. Oh, my gosh. And so, and, and this guy comes down later and is, like, and he looks at me and he, he's just, like, disgusted, shaking his head. And he goes, well, apparently I was making out with a guy upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just such a good sport about it. He goes, he goes. Hey, I sure can pick them, can yeah, I? Yeah, he's like, dude, yeah, I uh, I just made out with a guy upstairs. I uh, I think I'm going home. And I never saw him at AJ's again, which was sad. Cause I it, think I'm going you know, home. Yeah, I was like, dude, I feel so bad, but it, God, it's such you, a... And you could get over that. Yeah, know? and I mean... shake that off. And the thing it is... It takes a couple weekends. Right. Like, I mean, well, the thing is, is this is a club. There's no lights on. It's dance floor vibe, you know, where like... Music's going. And you if get you're the... drinking a lot, too, it's <laughs> fucked. To yeah, see, yeah. Know? Nobody knows details till you get home. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, I mean, right, that's right. usually what happens. Right. All right? Right, 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 I've right. seen it, all right? right. You know? Right, right, um, right. And, it, yeah, it's just, God, it, you know, I kudos to him, and I'll, I will not expose him because it is sad and fucked up. But right. <laughs> hell of a story, bro. If you ever do listen to this, I love you. Right, um, right, right, right. Okay, so you graduate. Um, you start working at the company you work at now. Yep. Right away, and you're still working there. Um, yep. And you like working there, right? You like what you're doing. Yeah, I love it, man. It's uh, you know, I think Carl, your roommate, can attest to this as well. You know, he's he's in the same field as I am, and it's just exciting. You know, every site you go on, everybody's got a new system. Right. Everything's got its own setup. You know, right. and its own custom solution. Mm-hmm. And it's your job to figure it out. Right. And put everything together for the best solution for your customer. Right. Um, and it's and it's difficult. There's so much to learn. Like when you said, you know, you still have those conversations where you just don't understand everything in your right. field. And I'm like, you just gotta write it down, and yeah. I'm gonna go regurgitate it yeah. to it, someone it, that knows what you're talking about. Yeah. Because and, and the, so the thing is, is I'm still learning so much on a day to day. Every day I wake up, I go to bed a little bit smarter. Right. And and it takes time. It takes right. years. Um, and it's just understanding, you know, that it is a process and that you have to be patient is right. a big part of it. Um, right. and so, you know, I'm a very ambitious guy and I like to hit the ground running. Right. That's been my biggest learning curve right. is wanting to run right. and know, knowing that I also need to know how to walk first. Right. So right, 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 right. 
Um, Taking it one day at a time. Exactly. You just got to be patient. Right. Okay. So where are you living currently? Because you're still working there. So we're getting kind of close to where we're at right now. But you're living with your girlfriend, right? Yep. Yep. And where do you guys live? You live in an apartment that's in, is it in Uptown technically? Yeah. We're just outside of Uptown. We've got, it's an apartment slash townhome looking deal. It has two floors. It's a beautiful apartment. Um, Expensive for the area, which I get. We're closer to the city. Right. Um, but yeah, we we've been there for the last couple months. We're we're right off Excelsior and uh, in Grand. Okay. Right by that that Trader Joe's there yep. is like yep, connected to is. my building. I know where um, that is. So yeah, I'm 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 like right there, right okay. just outside of uh, Uptown. Right. Okay. Um. Does she have any bad habits? Because I'm assuming <laughs> she's gonna listen to this, and this is the perfect <laughs> opportunity for you to let her know, and maybe she'll change. Oh. Bad habits, bad habits. Um, honestly, kudos to her because I can't. You think can't think of any of any that None? stick out. Yeah, dude. Really? Dude, no. I, and, it, and I'm not even like. The boys not, are getting a hard time. Right I, now. Yeah, and it's a liar. and it's really not like a like I would fucking gladly roast her in a heartbeat. Like she's got the nastiest farts. Um, I don't know if that's a fucking bad habit. But they don't stink, but they just come out, like, demonic. Like, it's fucked up. Um, I guess that, <laughs> if that counts, dude. That's, no, I think that counts. Yeah. It sounds like it bothers you. Nah, it don't bother me. You know? I think it's comedy. There are times where, like, I'm like, yo, like. It's like, come on. We're fucking having this, like, deep conversation. All of a sudden, you just rip the nastiest shit I've ever heard. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to take you serious after that? But, uh. Um, Lay off the veggies, right? Right, yeah. Because the veggies make you fart more, yeah. and the meat makes them smell. Right, exactly. So like a meat salad, like a chicken salad. Ooh. Fuck, dude. No. That's a bad combo. I'll move out for a day or two at that place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, she, yeah, she, uh, she does her part around the place. Um, she's always, yeah, I mean, we both always got, I mean, we everybody's got bad days and bad right. habits. I don't know if it's like something consistent. Right, I was more so saying like she... Um, I don't know, uses your toothbrush or something like that or does no. some weird stuff like that. She doesn't do any weird stuff like that that uh-uh. you want to call her out on. God, dude. No. Maybe just lay off the... Lay off the fucking shit in front of my face, Sam, you fucking sick fuck. God. Um, but honestly, if that's the biggest knock I can come up with, then that's she's pretty doing a pretty that's good pretty job. Good. Yeah, good. I'll give her some credit at the end of that. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, all right, so we're at 120 right now. Okay. So is there anything else you want to touch on? I'm, that's kind of all I had for my notes, but are there any stories you want to tell on here? Maybe about Jack or, I don't know, anything that comes to your to the mind before um, you wrap this thing up? I know I'm putting you on the spot, so if you don't got anything. No, I, you know, and I'll spin that back to you, I guess, is, you know, what do you think makes your podcast more entertaining than others you've listened to in the past? And on top of that, what are things that you've picked up on from other podcasts that you've listened to that you've tried to incorporate into into what you've got going on here? Right. Um, well, I don't know. I guess the, to answer the second part of your question first, 
before each of these podcasts, I try to do like a lot of prep work just so I have like kind of an outline of where I'm going. For sure. And when I, I mean, I've only done, this will be my ninth episode, so mm-hmm. I haven't done a lot. But in the beginning, I tried to like, you know, because I have some jokes in here and stuff of how the conversation I think is going to go. So in the beginning, I tried to just like follow this as much as I could. But then I, I now I realize it's like you just got to use it as an outline and just wherever the conversation goes, you just got to follow that. And then, you know, you can... I think this is super helpful, so that way, you know, we can at least have, like, a dialogue. A structure, it, it, yeah, right. Yeah, structured yeah. versus, like, just kind of talking about whatever you want. Uh, so that's been, like, the biggest thing I've learned is you just got to go with the flow and kind of let the conversation go where it's supposed to. Um, to answer the first question, what separates us, um, I think it's the guests. I think it's the guests yeah. and the content, you know. Yeah. I think there's a lot <laughs> of stuff that me and my friends and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we do that I think super entertaining and I think is hilarious. and. Yeah. Without the podcast, you know, it just it doesn't get out there. Um, so I guess that's kind of with COVID and there not being a lot to do, that's what made me start it. But I think that's like the the thing that you could say separates us is just like the any there's no censorship at all. Yeah. Whatever people want to talk about, we'll talk about. Whatever flows, flows. Right. No, and I, and I think it, I think that's sweet, you know. And you get to put your own little spin on it. And right. I actually think this is. Uh, this is it's, they're awesome. fun to make. Yeah, they? no, they're a lot of fun to make. Yeah, no, I'm envious. And, you know, I, I told you in the past, and I'm gonna do one as well with. Uh, yep. And with no, like Sawyer Moon and Danny Markworth. And you have for, to come back on, and then we'll plug a- it. Absolutely. And then we'll plug it. Absolutely. No. So, um, but all right, I don't got anything else. So yeah, so no. we call it a wrap. Do you want to give a shout out to anyone before we wrap this thing up? Uh, shout out the boys. Fucking love all you guys. Um, Sam, love you too. CB. <laughs> You know I ride with you, baby. I'll pull you out of the fucking fire any day. Um, CB, you're better than BB. Yeah. (laughs) But, no, thanks for having me on, and and this was a truly awesome experience. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for coming on, Yogam. Yep.